Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And tonight on the pod, it's finale night for Survivor 42. Who will win? A disappointment. (laughs) You think so? I mean, this is like a pretty rough finale. I don't know. We already know who wins. I mean, out of the people More left than Survivor to win, to me. out of the people to win. More than Survivor, right? More than Survivor. More than Survivor to me. Yeah. Of the people who could win. Whoever wins is my favorite. But I think that the final pickings are pretty, pretty slim. Now, I'm glad that. I came into this episode prepared because I know that morale is low, particularly on your side mm-hmm. of the pod. So mm-hmm. I've got a little something that might just cheer you up a little bit and maybe will bring us the correct energy going into the what finale coverage. What's going on, Cody? So I'm just going to play this video oh my God. off What's of Twitter for you, Okay. Okay. So, um, there are a lot of fans of the show, and we see Drea. um, Feel free to narrate what you see. We have a ton of super fans. Drea's just chilling. Um, I mean, we are all super fans of Drea. She has a white hat on. Specifically, connect with you. Oh my god! And welcome, Sia. You are on with Drea. Hi, Drea. (laughs) What? That's great. I just really thought you were amazing. You're an amazing woman. You play Whoa. the game like so smooth, <laughs> and you got your fire got put out way too early I for agree, my life. Sia. And yeah, also Sia. the way you handled that situation at uh, tribal was so graceful, and I just love you. And I wanted to give you a hundred thousand dollars just to say. Like what? You're a Yay. good person, and you deserve to be rewarded for being a good person. What? I love you. Keep going. A hundred thousand dollars. Hooray for Drea! What? I'm genuinely speechless right now, and I'm so very grateful. For Wait, no, there's moment. twenty more seconds. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. Keep going. Take care. Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. What? What? Kiss, kiss, hug, hug. Drea's $100,000 richer for being a cool person. See how you can't be too bummed out going into finale night now. Okay. Drea got some Sia love. Mm, okay. <laughs> It didn't do quite as much as I hoped it would. Uh, you know, 
famous people giving pseudo famous people money. Right. Uh, just, mm. you know, randomly, arbitrarily, for Here, no reason. Have a shiny penny. You seemed I like you. a good person on the TV show I watched. Here's mm-hmm. $100,000. Mike and Marianne. More than Survivor. Mike and Marianne. More than Survivor to me. Mike and Marianne. These are our opposing finale night songs. Mike and Marianne. <laughs> they both have idols. One is going to make it to final three, at least. Ha ha, JK, they both do. Well, but the episode starts with Jeff talking to the camera. Yes. Setting the stage. Singing the Mike and Mary Ann song. Mike and Mary Ann. Saying how much he loves finale night and how much he loves you, viewer. He's just very enthusiastic. He's kind of the Tom Cruise of the Survivor franchise. Do you ever think of Survivor as like Jeff Probst, his life's work? Oh, 1000%. Like it is Jeff's baby. Isn't that funny? Like. But like, this is like his, this is his thing. This is what he'll be known for. Forever. Better. I mean, like I'll be known for nothing. I guess this Aww. is what I'll be known for. This podcast. <laughs> and it's a pale imitation of what he'll be known for, but Aww. still funny to think of it. Right. You might- be known for something else still some other podcast about some other reality tv show or a book about survivor about surviving being a teenage dad (laughs) wink on an island with jeff probst as your father yes and having to do these weird challenges to earn food from him weird so we get a little montage of our final five Mm -hmm. romeo all those spice girls all the spice girls romeo his big thing is that he wants the tiara. That's kind of his talking point that he returns yes. to all episode. I want the crown. He's playing a different game. Yeah, he should be on Drag Race. What is he doing? This is the wrong podcast for him. Doesn't he know that we have the international Drag Race pod? Does, doesn't he know? Doesn't he know that that's where we should be covering him? How would you feel if Romeo showed up on like season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race? I would be ecstatic. Yeah, I'd be into it. I would be so into it. And Elise Navy Dad as well. I would be into it more than I am to him as a Survivor winner. How would you feel if Robin from HR showed up on season 18 of, of RuPaul's Survivor? Drag of, yeah, of Survivor. I love that. Nice. Only in drag, though. I want that Bob the Drag Queen on, on Survivor. Survivor. Yes. Just saying. Survivor oops all queens. Ooh, that'd be fun. So it's night 23. Yes. And oh, along with his tiara, he also calls himself Mr. Survivor. Mis- Romeo does. It's like a plan. I want to be Mr. Survivor. I want the tiara. I want to be Mr. Survivor. Like Miss America. Yes, very much. I think Romeo, maybe he's the most charming in this episode that he's been all season Mm because he's a little less frantic and worried about being voted off, especially in the latter half of this episode. I don't know. I'm still 100% Team Lindsay at this point. Yeah. Do me some Dolan because her last name's Dolan, I think. Dolan some Dolan. Dole me up some Dolan. Dole me up a dollop of Lindsay Dolan. (laughs) Now it's night 23. And I honestly don't exactly know how I feel about the short season. Yeah. I like, I think I prefer the 42 days. I agree. There's some talk of it might be here to stay even post COVID. 
I prefer the longer season as well. It's just too quick. It is too quick. It feels like not enough. It feels like we don't get to enjoy the players enough. We don't get to... There's not as much long game into play, which is more fun, in my opinion. There's just less social opportunity, I feel like. So everyone's very happy. Everyone's laughing and joking now that Omar has been voted Mm. off. I don't know. They're on this new beach for the last three days, and it's fucking awful. They're all happy until they go to the new beach. But in the immediate afterglow of tribal, everyone's all smiles and yucking it up. But yes, and they go to the new sparse, very uninhabited, you don't get your shelter or anything beach. No tarp. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, babies. Lindsay is uh, annoyed at Jonathan that he kept her out of the Omar loop. But the only response Jonathan gives to her is, you voted for me, Lindsay. You voted for me. What does it even matter? You voted for me, Lindsay. Well, and then she's like, yes, but like the thing is, we're supposed to be allies and you didn't know I was going to vote for you. So why was I not in the loop? And then he just responds with, but you voted for me, Lindsay. I will remind you. You voted for me. Or you are forgetting, though. You, you voted, voted Like, he's not me. even, like, as pissy about it as you sound. He's just very smug and cocky about it. I don't know. He calls Lindsay aggressive. He literally calls, like, do, are you so dense that you don't understand that at this point calling women aggressive is, like, a canceled thing, bro? Yeah, I mean, she's not even being, she's like being. No, that's the thing. It's like, it's valid that like a a woman can be aggressive to you, but you should tread lightly before you tout that out. And her being upset, her being annoyed is not the same thing as her being aggressive, especially when you're borderline like stirring the pot by just being smug. Exactly. Trying to get a rise out of her. Romeo's got a, Romeo's got a fake idol. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I'm always just skating by on the skin of my teeth. Everyone always throws a vote on old poor Romeo. Everyone's always kicking me when I'm down. So I've got this handy little, where the fuck did you get the materials to make this idol? Right? Like. I call foul. Production gave us some shit. No, like cannibalized a bracelet or something. or Cannibalized? You think Romeo's a bracelet and he eats other bracelets? No, like broke it apart, used it. No, I'm just kidding. It's fun to use the word cannibalize in that form. I know. Right? I like it. Um, yeah, but no one seems to give a shit at all. Well, he's, I, I, you should all know I have an idol. And I, oh, good for you, man. Yeah, you Wait, play, you play your game. You do your thing, Romeo. You do you, Romeo. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, we've got Lindsay crying. Well, we've got this whole thing where. Mike has told both Marianne and Lindsay that he would protect them with his idol. Like he promised Marianne that he would give his idol to her. And he hinted to Lindsay that he would shield her with his idol somehow. He sounded like a, like a sixties folk group, very Peter, Paul and Mary, Simon and Garfunkel. Mike and Marianne. It's like the song from some theme, some yeah. arty 60s movie about Mike, Mike and Marianne. who's like 12 and Marianne who's like 80 and they fall in love. E. Harold and Maude-esque type thing. Perfect. Uh, so Mike tells Lindsay that he values her loyalty. 
And he's not going to let her hang there. Uh-oh. But... But Lindsay's all like, Mike, don't tell me that you're going to do something you're not going to do. And Mike just kind of shrugs it Come off. Here, I'll do it, babe. We'll see what I happens. I got you, boo. I'm not going to let you hang, baby girl. Uh-uh. And then they get tree mail. And it gives him a clue to a hidden advantage. Jonathan is looking real thin these days. Oh, yeah. Like real tiny. Almost like a, a normal human man. <laughs> He's like Thor after he lost his hammer or something. That's fantastic. You're like fantastic. he's just like a normal person. Yeah. I like Jonathan being a normal person. Just because he's more easy to keep yes. in line. Keep him in line. So they get some tree mail. And what they find out is it's a phrase. It's a word scramble. Okay. And if they solve it, it's going to give them a clue to Ooh. the hidden immunity idol. Love it. So, of Lindsay? course, Jonathan, Romeo, and Mike all suck at puzzles. And Lindsay Lake figures it out almost right away and goes running off. Very quickly. And then who was it that said that they should all work together? Yeah, Mike proposes amongst the remaining people like, oh, yeah, we should all just solve this as a team. Because we all want to get Lindsay out. And it's like, how did Lindsay become target number one? Except for Marianne, who's like, oh, I'm going to sandbag this whole process because secretly I want Lindsay to get it. Yes. The phrase that they're trying to form is good fortune in the toes of the giant. So Lindsay's running around the island, searching high and low. She's looking for trees specifically, thinking that it's like a giant the toes tree. Yeah. being the roots. Yeah, uh, but then like gets like this camera shot talking with the camera. Where behind her, there's like a geological island point that looks like a toe. Mm-hmm. And then she turns around, also questioning foul on production's part. A little bit. Oh, right? is that it? Right. Mm. Oh, geez, I've looked everywhere. I can't find it. Huh. Wait a second. Over my shoulder? Jukakua. Is that what you said? And then the flashback uh-huh. to them working on the puzzle, and Jonathan's all like, I hope she sucks at looking for things. <laughs> Just being a real baby. He is a big baby. Then she finds the toe, gets the advantage. She comes back to camp. Uh, they still haven't solved the fucking puzzle phrase. Nope. Marianne is gagged. And Jonathan's all like, that resume is looking mighty fine, hon. Lindsay now knows if I don't win, I'm going to go home. I want to start portraying Jonathan as just like a real southern dirtbag. Okay, I love that. I mean, it's pretty fitting. <laughs> Should we roll into immunity? Let's fucking do it. Or do you want to take a quick break? Um, I mean, we've got so much to cover in this episode. We've got two different immunities. Holy shit. I didn't know let's if you keep keep let's rolling. Keep, let's keep rolling. Jackie, how cool is this? This immunity challenge? That's what Jeff says without the Jackie when the contestants come into the challenge. Whoa, it's so big and so cool. It's like this big, colorful obstacle course. That's what she said. About a penis. Mm -hmm. It's a big, colorful obstacle obstacle course. course. That guy needs to go to the hospital. (laughs) They find out that they're playing for immunity and reward. Hell fucking yeah. They're going to get pasta, garlic garlic bread, bread, salad, and red wine. wine. And cake. And Mike is like freaking out about the garlic bread. 
and that cake, cake, cake. Did he say garlic bread? Garlic bread. I live for garlic bread. Garlic bread actually sounds delicious right now. Do you live for garlic bread? Mike does. Mm, you were that, that Italian Mike uh, live for garlic bread. So Lindsay announces <laughs> that she's, you're in this like real manic mode. You were literally falling asleep a few minutes ago and you've rebounded so manically. I feel like you're not really responding to anything I'm saying. What? But you're like shock jock radio host, <laughs> just like running with everything I say into absurd bit land. I mean, I'm responding to garlic bread. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> by doing the thing I just described. All right. I love it, though. I what is Lindsay doing, Cody? She announces her final advantage. Uh, she wa- she found the giant's toe. Yes. So now the giant's going to help her during the immunity challenge. So during this challenge, what they have to do is that they're going to have to untie a bunch of like knots to get bags. There's like a different have... station, right? Yes. There's different portions of the obstacle course everyone has to do to get their bag from that area. Like six of them or something? Yeah. Well, everyone has. Yes. I, I don't know how many stations. But there will be six knots at all stations you have to untie. And Lindsay, Lindsay only has one. Yes. And so, like, there's a bag of puzzle pieces at each station that you're untying and bringing back to your puzzle station. Yeah, you've got to, like, cross the plank bridge. And then you've got to... Wheel yourself on the rope wheelie. Yes, all those things. We don't actually get, like, a clear breakdown of each station or really see them... It happens very quickly and chaotically, and we're kind of centered like in the middle of the course. Uh, there's more this, so like, than seeing them net do... that they have to climb over to get back to like their stations, and that's like yeah. where we're centered. They like bounce, bounce in the net a lot. Yes, um, yeah, and so Lindsay's only going to untie that one knot. It sounds like this should be a huge advantage. Yeah, but it doesn't really do a whole lot for Lindsay at all. Lindsay's struggle bussing. And maybe she's just exhausted. I mean. Aren't they all? She's lost the eye of the tiger. And the thrill of the fight. But Jonathan and Lindsay, as usual, are neck and neck at the beginning. Jonathan is an insane beast, just like ripping through the course. He's on fire. And Lindsay is in the lead until she drops her board. There's like this one where there's like two wooden like poles and you have to move a board in between them to like you get proceed two boards. each yeah. step it's kind of like the floor is lava and she has to start over meanwhile marianne and romeo are neck and neck to see who can perform the worst during the obstacle portion of the challenge marianne does this like ah, when she jumps on the net that was fun at one point jeff is like jonathan is eating this challenge up it's just a hilarious funny thing to say it is really funny i mean jeff is such a huge jonathan fan he stands jonathan so hard he loves that he calls him mr jeff it's just after fucking 20 years someone finally is mixing it up on how they address him and he's so hard for it he's hard for something speaking about getting hard jonathan and marianne almost collide into each other yeah jonathan runs over marianne and gives no fucks and then jeff is like that's how you do it (laughs) just his blithe enthusiasm and then like we all get to the fucking puzzle pretty equally jonathan and Lindsay get to the puzzle first mike is number three and then after that the rest are just at the puzzle mike is like slow leading the puzzle yep roaming romeo 
shockingly seems to be doing the worst at the puzzle. Uh, even worse than Jonathan. Jonathan doesn't do very well, though. He does okay. And Romeo's all like, oh, I'm the worst at puzzles. And Marianne responds, don't say you suck at puzzles, Romeo. Always building him up in that moment. Good on you, Marianne. Isn't it yeah, charming, kind of? Uh, Mike and Lindsay neck to neck. Puzzle, yeah, puzzle, yeah. puzzle. So okay. Jonathan falls out. And then, yeah, Mike starts to take the lead. And it's this big 3D circular puzzle. So they kind of approach it in different manners. Mike builds the outside and then works on the inside where Lindsay's Lindsay building up. Yeah, up and out from the inside out. And Mike is building kind of down from the outside in. Which method would you have chosen? Oh, it's tough. I mean, I think in the moment, you're probably not even strategizing. I think it just kind of happens, right? Whatever pieces you're able to find, you're just trying to get anything to go anywhere. So whatever one you happen to find the match to is kind of the route you're going to take, I feel like. I don't know if Mike or Lindsay were like, oh, I'm going to build the center first or I'm going to build the border first. I think they probably just fell into that. I mean, Mike has a little bit of difficulty because once you build the border, then you mm -hmm. have to fill in that middle part and it maybe increases the odds of knocking the whole thing over. But Lindsay has a little bit of trouble as well because it's not like she doesn't have any of the border. I mean, she has some of the border. She's just finding things that go where they go. Oftentimes that last piece will not be a border piece. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to have to like hold it and work a little bit to get it in. I don't know. What about you? What do you have one that you're like, this is the better method? Well, it's like in watching, you think Lindsay's method of building up and not having to like wedge so much at the end is probably better. But being someone who does puzzles occasionally, I often will try to do the perimeter prior to the like. That is the Fillers? classic yeah. how to do a puzzle. I think that's the like age old do the border first and fill in the middle. But like, I think in these standing ones, that's the most difficult. It's really best to go from bottom up. And then, I mean, there's a thought as well of <clears throat> the border is the easiest part. So saving that maybe save that for last. If well, you're racing boom, boom, against boom. someone else, get all those tough middle pieces filled in and then bum, 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 do the border. Love it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There is this one moment where Jonathan just 100% stops working on and his puzzle watches. and he's just watching Mike. He's not giving him tips. He's not saying anything. He just knows he's going to fucking lose. So let's watch Mike. I think Lindsay takes it as a cocky moment later mm -hmm. on. I think it's kind of just Jonathan knows that he has lost at this point. It's more laziness than cockiness. And when non-lazy Mike finally wedges in that last piece... Yeah, my kids, 21 years, motherfucker. He says multiple times that he's waited 21 years for this moment, meaning since he was a little boy and he saw Survivor first premiere, he dreamed the impossible dream that he would one day win immunity. And he did it. I immediately think that this means that Lindsay's going home. And Mike it, gives Jeff a big hug. It's a sweet moment for Mike. He's very emotional. He's very happy. He's bleeding. He says that it's a Hoboken badge of honor. He's going to bring Jonathan to get some grub with him. Okay. How about, yeah. So he gets to pick who shares in the reward with him. And, oh, I got to pick the person who's been struggling the most, Jeff. The person. 
the poison who, who's struggling every day, the weakest. It's got to be he's Jonathan. He's lost so much weight. He's emaciated. He's wasting away. And Jonathan's like four times anyone else still. Like, I think he's okay, Mike. I don't yeah. think, you know, I know he's lost a lot of muscle mass, but he's still twice the average man. And yeah, I think that brings us back to camp. That brings us back to camp. Jonathan and Mike are pumped about their feast. They're just broing out so hard, and Lindsay is very bitter about it. Lindsay's real, real mad. Jackie, there are good ships, there are bad ships, but there are no ships like friendships. Aww. Is the rhyme that Jonathan says to Mike. Which makes Mike promise Jonathan that if Lindsay plays an idol... He'll play his idol for Jonathan. Because remind you. Isn't that a fucking weird moment, though? Just apropos of nothing, Jonathan touts out this little friendship Isn't rhyme. he doing a toast? Oh, is it a toast? I'm pretty sure he was doing a toast. There are good ships. There are bad ships. There and are no ships, ships like friendships. Friend of course, just, that's what Jonathan thinks of as a toast. It's fucking stupid. Well, it's like, oh, because. Of course, that's what Jonathan thinks of as listen, a toast. We're not on a ship. We're not sailors. Like, I... You're shipwrecked on an island. Well, not really, though. I mean, I get that ships have the word ship in it, and friendship has the word ship in it, so it's kind of like five-year-old wordplay. But I think it's a pretty... It, it's just like... So, again, it's, it's like, really appropriate oh, this for what thing Jonathan in my, said. This great thing in my back pocket I'm going to bring out in this moment, and it's this nonsensical friendship rhyme. It was kind of funny. And that was amusing. I liked it. Um, and yeah, you know, the bros. They're broing. Getting rid of them hoes. I, I like Mike's win for him, but hate it for the game. Yeah, I agree. And like, I'm not super hard team Mike at this point. Like, Mike's fine. But like, he's not who I want to win. So. And his alliance with Jonathan is kind of perennially disappointing absolutely does promise him that he will play the idol for him if marianne no yeah. if Lindsay plays if marianne plays the idol for Lindsay, or no 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 one knows about marianne's idol not marianne but if, if Lindsay, Lindsay plays yes. an idol somehow yes jonathan will play or mike will play it for jonathan making just all of it like his whole tearful interaction with Lindsay early on in the episode very frustrating and all out the window doesn't mike promise everyone at this point except for romeo that he'll give them their his idol he should also i'm pretty sure I, he promises it to everyone I, but romeo i wish he pulled romeo aside and without romeo even asking just hey romeo I'm, i got you i'm gonna play this idol. you've always been true blue to me little fella i'm gonna play my idol for no, Mike, you don't need to. I've got my own idol. It's not real. Remember? I remember? But I feel like, was it Roxroy? High tempted Mike with the ability to break your word. And yeah. it was the first time Mike had ever done it. And now he's just addicted to making promises and breaking them left and right, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's a bad, Person. bad man. <laughs> he's a bad man. He should be fired from the fire bad department. Bad just kidding, Mike. We love you. Then we get Lindsay Ann begging to not go home. Marianne's got faith. Jonathan. Did you just say Lindsay Ann? Lindsay begging to not go home. You called her Lindsay. No. Ann. And then Marianne having faith that Jonathan will be going home. Yes. She. Mike says, I'd still love to see you here at the end. To Lindsay. But I've got dilemmas. I've got my dilemmas. 
And okay, do you think Lindsay's being too whiny yes. or too entitled yes. in this like final begging to Mike? Absolutely. It's like Lindsay, everyone's in this for their own million, girl. Like yes. I am team Lindsay one thousand percent. And I Agreed. definitely feel like you're being like teamed up on and getting the short end of the stick. However, you're definitely like groveling too much. Groveling and guilting instead of convincing. Where she gets this like irritated, like, well, come on then, Mike. I don't know what the fuck you're get what what's your deal? Instead of being humble. And yeah. even if you are irritated with Mike and have some justification for being irritated with Mike, I don't think it's the tone that's gonna convince him. I completely agree. Mike says he's just not a hundred percent either way. Marianne speaks to Mike. Okay, when he's like, but Mike. Marianne says to Mike, what about how Jonathan treats women on the tribe? Yeah. And Mike's Mike like, give a fuck. he's like, yeah, you're not wrong. But and uh, still, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> and then, what about how I'm going to treat women later? Oh, geez. Hey. And then Marianne and Romeo, why would you do Mike like that? He's not that type <laughs> of guy. Mike for gays? Even like the fuck off, bitch. Too aggressive. Mike's mm. not like that. Uh, he's not. Mm. Okay. Uh, Marianne and Romeo are just very skeptical of Lindsay's plan and kind of plan to vote behind her for Jonathan because Marianne just wants to be making those moves. I mean, Marianne wants to shake things up. She does. She wants to make a big plan, but she also is wary of like, Marianne wants to make a big move. But she doesn't want to flub a move. Yes. And I think her fear of flubbing a move overpowers her want to make a big move. Mm. Isn't the big move voting for Jonathan? The big move would have been saving Lindsay. Yes, and voting off Jonathan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because she ultimately, spoiler, does not go that direction. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So Let's tribal. Let's go to tribal. Number one. On night 24. Yes. The, Drea is looking fire. Drea is looking fire. Uh, Jeff breaks down the immunity idol situation to the jury. Uh, Marianne is annoyed that she had to play it dumb and be on Mike and um, Jonathan's level when they did the. It's just because, like, they're speaking of the fact that, oh, she came back and we still hadn't finished it. And Marianne just looks very annoyed that she has to be lumped in with the dum dums. Exactly. Lindsay's just like ultimately sad and knowing that she's the one going home. Just saying she's on the outs and she knows it and there's nothing she can do about it. Marianne speaks on emotion versus strategy. Says that she loves all of her castmates, wears her heart on her sleeve. And, you know, maybe she's going to have to stop playing that way so much. And really struggling with the idea of going back on her word and like sticking with her alliance. There's this interesting moment where Lindsay is almost like downplaying her game. Yeah. And saying how like, oh, you know, I'm not that much of a threat. I've really just been a challenge beast. I almost have no social game. I guess in a bid to try to get people to keep her. No, no. Jonathan. Jonathan. Right. Killing her with compliments of just like, oh, everyone you meet, you have this connection to and everyone loves you. So. But like says it harshly as like a 
fuck that, Lindsay. You better not be playing like you're that low. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a compliment that's, you know, a hidden knife because he's very much not allowing her to downplay her game. Very much trying to be. You can say that you don't have a social game, but that's very much not the case. And I don't know if I disagree with him necessarily. I mean, he's not saying. I think Lindsay could potentially be sub like not even on purpose, not realizing the social game she did play of like, oh, unconsciously, like I no. am friendlier and make more connections than I think she's definitely downplaying it. it. Just one hundred percent purposely. Yeah. yeah. I think it's totally a strategic move on her part. I think I was just saying that like, oh, she might just friend be like a friendly, nice person that's easy to get along with generally. And if you are that way, maybe you don't always realize that that is your social game. But maybe that's also playing devil's advocate too much. Yeah, I, I think that she's aware that that is her social game, but definitely does is trying to come off like she doesn't know that. But she does say she's guns a-blazing. Pew, pew, pew. And Mike says that loyalty and allies are essential to a good survivor game. Drea whispers to Omar. Marianne is playing for your vote. Yeah, what did you think about that? Interesting that we got a clip of the the jury the jury whispering i like it i feel like usually they even if they do whisper we don't get to hear what they're saying that's true i wonder if it just was um luck that it was caught that you know hot mic moment yeah um interesting when we go to vote romeo votes first romeo votes first he says he's voting for Lindsay, the fighter and then when we get back from voting, or do you have any more with vote? No, no. Uh, Mike plays his fucking idol for Marianne. I was kind of surprised by this. Yeah, which, I mean, like, I guess it's him keeping his word, but it's just throwing it away. But then here's the thing. Marianne, why the fuck didn't you play your idol for Lindsay here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know It would have been such an insane, insanely big move. Okay, we can just pull the veil and talk about because there's a moment at the final tribal that she's saving it for. She wants this bigger reveal. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But wouldn't it be fun to fucking reveal it here and save Lindsay and like I just think you're thinking of wouldn't that be fun as a viewer? And Marianne is thinking, what makes the most sense for my game? And it's an interesting bargain to be like, I'm not gonna make this bigger move and save Lindsay. Maybe she's not sure if she can beat Lindsay, but I'm going to, at the end, reveal that I've had this thing the whole time and nobody knew about it. And I was able to sit on it and not play it because I have that much gall. I wasn't sent home with it. Yeah. I feel like she had... Hmm. She's just making a different play. I know. I'm just... As a viewer and a Lindsay fan, super disappointed by it. I think that might be clouding your opinion on this specific matter, maybe. My notes literally say, boo, fuck you, Marianne. Dumb over it, stupid season. I do think Mike (laughs) is throwing his idol away, though. Oh, 100%. He, like, wants to make this move to indicate or, like, to prove to the jury, like, oh, yep, I said I'd do something and I'm keeping my word. When that ship has already sailed for most of the jury... And he yeah. doesn't realize how evil of a player he's viewed as. Evil is a tough word. Evil's a harsh word to or use. Or <laughs> backstabbing two-faced. Sure. 
Yeah. Evil is just evil. evil. Mike doesn't realize how tainted his heart has been with evil. Well, you know. Romeo admits that his idol is fake and throws it in the fire and nobody cares. Nope. And then the votes come in, Jackie. They certainly do. One for Jonathan. Yep. Three for Lindsay. Boo. R.I.P. Our Smoky Queen. Um, Final Four is a fucking joke. <laughs> I have all losers left in my notes. <laughs> which I do like Marianne the most of I know. who's left. Right. Let's rank the Final Four. Marianne, Romeo, Mike, Mike Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. Cool. Romeo and Mike tied. Marianne, a step above. Jonathan, Jonathan kicked in the ass to the bottom. A steep plummet below. All right. Yeah, this is dumb. So then I guess I'm hashtag team Mike. No, I guess I'm team Marianne. But yeah. I didn't. But you're disappointed to be team Marianne. It's the, it's disappointing well, to be team Marianne here. Just because she wasn't my favorite. I don't. There's a lot to like about Marianne. Yes. But there are. She's a little immature. She's too young to win a million dollars. She doesn't have a perfectly... She's too fucking young to win a million dollars. <laughs> she doesn't have the most well-rounded game. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, before the, we go... The jury is sad. And yeah, Lindsay, they also think it's fucking stupid. Lindsay yells, I'm going to eat so much food, which is uh, an endearing moment. What do, you, what do you think she ate first? I mean, I have no... Egg rolls? What would you eat first? You've been on Survivor for 24 days. You've hardly eaten I'd anything. I want a sandwich. I want a big, meaty sandwich. Hot or cold? Cold. Okay. And th- what's the thing to drink? Um, Water. Ice water? Some ice water and then some iced tea. I'm going to like ramp up. I'm going to go some really clean ice water and then some tea. And then I want to hold off on anything effervescent. Mm-hmm. And I don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, some apple juice and then some orange juice and some coffee. Come, I don't know. I almost said come just as a joke. Oh, god, <laughs> no, none of that. Uh, some coffee for sure. What about you? Hmm, hmm, I feel like I would want what are you gonna eat and what are you gonna drink? Okay. I'm going to eat a fucking falafel. A falafel? Yeah. Okay. What's Very on that flavorful. falafel? So like falafel balls, the tzatziki yogurt, dill, cucumber sauce, cucumbers, lettuce, Onion, onions. pita bread. Yeah. You're going to have a big falafel. Old, big old falafel because it's healthy-ish, but also like lots of different yeah. flavors maybe i would want a euro lots of different the euro would make your tummy too it'd be too greasy yeah so that's why it's like the falafel, falafel like, would be good and it is kind of hearty and full of flavor and what would you drink i would drink i think i'd drink like an iced tea with that mm. a little little bit of iced tea a little cup of cup of iced tea okay cool nice and have a sugar cookie a sugar cube, like a horse, just no, eat it out of the cookie. palm of Jeff's hand. Maybe, maybe okay, a okay, nice a warm chocolate chip cookie with a cup of co- coffee. It's day thirty-nine. You're on Survivor. You've just won final immunity. Jeff puts the immunity necklace around your neck and then 
holds his hand out and there's a sugar cube in it, do you eat it out of the palm of his hand? No. You don't think just unthinkingly instinct takes I over? I might pick it up. I think I would just... You would just be a horse. <laughs> you would be a horse. My lips would like curl around it like horses do. When I used to horseback ride... And then ride. I would stomp twice for yes. Okay. I love that. <laughs> when you used to horseback ride... my The horse that I rode loved lemon drop candies Ooh. as the treat when they were done. Was his name Lemon Drop? No. Oh. But he'd eat a lemon drop cookie out of my... Or not cookie. <laughs> uh, lemon drop candy out of my hand at the end of each lesson. Imagining a horse eating a cookie out of your hand is really delightful. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we will hit up the second half of the finale. See ya then. Welcome back to Survivor Cast International Survivor 42 Finale Extravaganza. We're here in America. Jackie, what would you do if you won the Survivor Million? Pay off all my fucking student loan debt. Mm, what else? Pay off all my credit card debt. What's the fun? Can we skip to the fun stuff, please? <laughs> All that aside. All right. I I mean, after donating a good portion to local... Blah, 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 blah. Living in America. Would you still be living in America? Certainly not. We would take, like, we would take a year and travel the world. For sure. And then settle not in America? And then probably be out of money. Living in America, surviving in America. No kidding. What would you do if you won the million, Cody? I would buy the flag banner of the tribe I was on for definitely a shitload of money on some type of, like, reality TV show memorabilia site. Hmm. Oh, no, wait. That's what Marianne did. What? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> she bought the Taku flag and banner for who knows how much. Probably... Jesus Christ, Marianne. How much do you think that goes for? At least like 10,000? I was going to say 40,000. I like, I'm going to say 10,000 as a baseline. So stupid, Marianne. Didn't I just say she's too young to win a million dollars? You know what Isn't I would that do? what I said that Marianne's too young? Living There's only America. one thing I would do, and I might not, I wouldn't pay off any debts, and I might go into more debt, but I would somehow buy my way into creative control of the TV show Heartland. Oh my god, you're so ridiculous, that's so funny. Forcefully take over the Heartland. writer's room and become the Heartland showrunner. You mean you wouldn't buy your ticket to Mars? Ticket to Mars? Yeah. No. Like, go to Mars right now? Yeah, buy your ticket. There's nothing there. Mm, uh, I don't know. they want you to believe. <laughs> oh. All these famous people dying of 
COVID. <laughs> Those they fuckers went to, just Mars? Went to Mars. Oh shit! Some fucking grifter stole all of Cody's money and sold him a <laughs> ticket to Mars. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fun. <laughs> Let's jump into immunity number two. All righty. It's a survivor classic. The Simotion, the Simotion Motion Challenge. Marianne knows what it's called. God, Marianne. Little Miss Know It All, Miss Millie, Rich Girl, Millionaire Know It All. You know what, Marianne? Spoiler. You know what, Marianne? Do you think anyone's listening to this episode? When you listen to this podcast, that's right. You need to donate. Five hundred dollars to my classroom. Do you think Marianne <laughs> has put all of her winnings into gold coins and then put on a bathing suit and dove made into them, out of gold coins? Dove into them, <laughs> uh, Scrooge McDuck style. Um, absolutely. Mm. But they're like soft gold coins. Like they're made of marshmallows. Yes. So Romeo is drawing inspiration from his family and the strong women that he works with. And what Jonathan, do you draw from, Jonathan? His own strength. And Marianne, <laughs> so he, Jonathan kind of doesn't answer. He doesn't answer. He just it. says like, "Jeff, I've been out here fighting every day, and everyone will know that I gave it my all. I am a very physically strong man, Mister Jeff." And Marianne draws from. She gets emotional. She's drawing on knowing that her family is watching, and she hopes that through the power of Survivor and the love that comes with a million dollars, that it will reunite her family. Now, it's like her family is somewhat estranged. It seems like one she, member of the family specifically is estranged. Because they're transgender, question mark? Probably. Um, or gay, question They should mark? all go listen to um, that new Kendrick Lamar song about yeah. loving each other and uh yeah they should because you know his his dimitri is marianne now <gasps> oh my god marianne fuck was that is that song about marianne I, isn't it Demetrius is marianne, marianne now holy cow um yeah you know that's what she they did with knows the million. that some are watching from here and some are watching from there but they're all watching her right now. It's like that thing of like, I was away from you, but I looked at the moon and I thought maybe you too were looking at the moon and it was the same moon. And in this, Marianne's the moon. Exactly. Okay. So. They're cheering me on. And what is Mike playing for? Mike says that he is playing. I lost my place. He uh, well, he doesn't say no, what he's playing for, but he does challenge Jeff it. to wrestling. You got to wrestle this necklace off of me, Jeffy. And then Jonathan says, "It all comes down to this, Mister Jeff. Man, I'm stoked." Wow. And then yeah, the production inserts a tiger roar when he says that I'm stoked, and then like a tiger wow. roar. That was insane. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard on Survivor. <laughs> I don't think we could linger on that moment <laughs> enough to describe how crazy it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure that this is the first time that they've ever inserted, like, an animal noise <laughs> to give more, like... And only Jonathan got yeah, it. Yeah, and not like a... It was like, like a... I bet that was Jeff's demand. He yeah. loves Jonathan, and he put his foot down. I need a tiger roar over this moment or I walk. Now, I just want to say 
This was also the final challenge for the most recent season of Survivor Australia. Yeah, they had literally been on the island twice as long. And it's basically a micro of the whole U.S. versus Australia, mental versus physical. Yeah. Where the U.S., it's like, okay, the monotony of this mental Right. Well, let's game. let's describe the difference between yes. them, right? Because in this one, it's like you have your hand tied behind your back, and it's a small... Like, it's not a huge thing. You you know, it's a tiny thing. You're putting balls into it. It's going through this obstacle. There are... with You put a ball in, it goes one way, and then a channel mm-hmm. switches. Like, like a, the railroads. Yeah, like the railroads. Railroad Tracks. switches. And then it goes the opposite way. To go to the another hole. So the challenge being that you have one hand, and it's alternating. Yes. In the Australian one, you don't have your hand tied behind your back, correct? No, but you do have to climb up like three or four steps and like run a chunk. And are there the alternating railroad No, channels? because you're literally just like running right. back and forth. It's much more physical. Yes. And I think the Australian one is probably a bit harder. Yes. Because you are running up and down stairs. A hundred percent. Just making the timing so much harder. And yeah. Then yeah, I mean, you're going to not, you can't do it at the same pace. You have no. to fucking move the whole time. Exactly. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And you've been on the island twice as long. Hmm. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, and no balls can drop. No dropping your balls. You cannot drop your balls. So, winner gets all the power, all the glory. They will shape who's moving forward in the game. They certainly fucking will. Who's going to have to play the fire game against who? Yeah, and they bring it up that this was like a switch over in season 20-something. That they like, or some season, that they always like, you choose who goes to final three with you and the other two do fire. Right, that there's for sure going to be, which I kind of like. I kind of like that there is a fire challenge baked into the game now. But there's always a for sure final three instead of final two. Which is good as well. Okay. Okay. Going into this, I had no idea who was going to win this challenge. No. So, <laughs> they're just, like, getting set up. It's like, a, put a ball in and get a feel for it. And then Mike, Mike drops. drops it. And he tries to fucking hide it. And it's like, Mike, you dropped, says Jeff. Which is just, like, it's such a fall from his glory know, of the last, the last challenge which was apparently just a fluke yes a thousand percent <laughs> he's very upset yes he looks so sad he's so mad about it um marianne is looking for the wrong ball they get two balls in motion it's yes. like because mike is out so quickly it's really like yeah they, no one expects it it's Right here is when I have in my notes that it would be insane if Romeo wins this. Yes. It would just be fucking insane if at the end Romeo pulls one out. I know. What a who would have ever thunk it? <coughs> I love it. For Not her. me. Because again, then Marianne is just suddenly out. She like yep. loses focus, is out quickly, starts to cry. Yes. And then it's fucking down to Jonathan versus Romeo. And this is like the type of challenge that being big, hulking, super strong Jonathan does nothing for you. All it does, it requires attention and diligence. Yeah. Being on top of it, not uh-huh. losing focus at all. I love that Jeff tells them that the if they hear a 
thud, it'll be the thud that will <laughs> echo for a lifetime. <laughs> right, really just rubbing the salt in <laughs> yeah. Mike's wound specifically. I know, like, you drop it, your whole life will hear that thud. Jeff also speaks on just the mental exhaustion that they're all feeling. Um, Jonathan, he does like a, ooh, I'm feeling the flow type dance, right? He's like wiggling, he's vibing. That's what he gets. Romeo's just locked in, but he does almost drop a ball at one point. <laughs> but they're both pretty keyed in. And but they... Romeo's balls are still not dropped. Well, I mean, they get to a point that Romeo maybe is more experienced in than Jonathan when they're four balls deep. Handling and... all those balls. And they're doing the ball transition. It's Jonathan's first ball transition. But Romeo, it's not his first rodeo. Jesus Christ. And, <laughs> just joking. We love Romeo. We do love Romeo. Jonathan drops at the transition. And Romeo Marianne, wins. And Marianne says, little ones do win. Does she? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Little. Well, we were watching. Little ones um, win. <laughs> raised by See wolves and one of the for all the raised by wolves fans <laughs> when one of the children in season one are all like i'm little and no one listens to me because of it that's <laughs> a real that type of moment yep little ones do win after all <laughs> romeo said he's been a bottom for so long he's so happy to be topping <laughs> yes his triumphant topping moment this drive's been topping me all season. Now it's time for Romeo to get some topping in. Uh, it's a charming Romeo moment. Yes. I love that he got this moment. It's a little, you know, it's like he's not going to win. So it's nice that he gets this, right? Charming or insufferable, you can answer. Oh, really? Do you feel like that? He gets pretty emotional. I was only charmed, I have to say. Okay. At least at this point. Maybe he starts to be a little insufferable once he's like fully comfortable. Yeah, when they're back. But I will say the necklace looks fucking giant on Romeo. It it's looks like, hilarious on him versus on Jonathan. Right. Such a fucking contrast. It's a joke. It's as big as his torso. <laughs> back to camp. Romeo gets a little bit of love. He feels like the MVP, the prom queen, and Miss Universe all at once. Holy fucking quick. And then he's like, and I'm going to fucking get some vengeance. I'm going to fucking kill them bitches. Mike thinks that he can beat Marianne, but does not think he can beat Jonathan, which is absolutely incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Jonathan's a fucking beast. I just like Mike versus Jonathan. I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about Mike's performance with the jury, but I think Jonathan probably would have handled himself a little bit better. Mike. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> We've got some people practicing fire, right? I'm wondering how many jokes we can make about the fireman being a fire starter here between well, uh, here and the end of the episode. It's a real Ray Bradbury Fahrenheit 451 moment. Mike turning into an anti-firefighter. We know why he's so popular back in his town. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't become chief fire you don't become the first puerto rican chief firefighter of hoboken without lighting a few fires yourself gotta prove your worth somehow <laughs> his favorite movies backdraft the movie where val kilmer's a firefighter who lights <laughs> fires he's like a crazy arsonist i love it i mean no wonder that people 
rely on him so much on the island. <laughs> <laughs> Mike used to have beautiful hair, but he lost it in a fire he started. Uh, Mike used to have a beautiful wife. And... <laughs> he lost her in a fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's just a really dark joke. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so this is fun. And... Yeah, but Mike definitely starts fires and then puts them out for glory, right? He's that type of firefighter. Hell fucking yeah. And he burns books. And that's why he's bald and white. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. He's Puerto Rican, not a white nationalist. Exactly. Those are just all the the firefighter jokes I could think of. I love it. Okay. So Jonathan does say, be honest, Mike. You start fires a lot. Speaking to Mike's obvious arson past. Mike, why do you have those matches in your back pocket? (laughs) And then Jonathan's also like, I know that Mike is like playing psychological mind games with me, trying to psych me out, which I don't know if that is happening. I kind of think they're just both two dumb guys and they're they're both just nervous about making fire. They're both just being really stupid. And then Mike goes off alone to practice making fire he wants to do it in private guys <laughs> right which everyone is like i need oh, to do this in private the mystique the firefighter off alone making fire when it's really it's like oh he just sucks at making fire a thousand percent is how it seems at least uh yeah that's and all i got then we roll into final tribal final fucking tribal it's kind of it's like final real tribal not yes. jury time no it's not final three it's the final tribal final tribal yeah um high is gagged that romeo won Lindsay's looking good romeo's talking about women telling women to be the best they can be like he always does that he's always the person telling women that they need to be the best they can be that he's always mansplaining to women that they can be better he's just, always telling I'm women always, how great right. they can be <laughs> he's always if they just try and remember to be great he's always telling women how to stop listening to men and empower themselves exactly. through his advice exactly no i don't think romeo's mm-hmm. lovable but there jeff jeff's like romeo you winning made me reflect upon how so much of what we accomplish in life starts with showing up which i think is an interesting point and a sentiment i do agree with you think so that just showing up gives you like, I mean, I guess I don't, it's like, don't take it the wrong way. You should do more than just showing up, but you have to show up. Yes. That's the bare minimum. If you don't yes. show up, you get nothing. And if you're like bemoaning how difficult life is, if you just show up, that's like fucking getting a C plus in life and yeah. you'll do pretty fucking well, mm. like in school and work. And C pluses get you to heaven. You just, Yeah. C pluses get you to heaven. The Cody <laughs> Eustace story. <laughs> and I'm on the cover in godly robes. I love it. Done and done. But I'm just saying you should do better <laughs> than that. But if you do that, you'll do fine. Okay. I love it. <clears throat> I love you. I love you podcast too. Podcast audience. Um, let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So we've got Romeo. He gets to take the spotlight a little bit. He's kind of basking in his win in front of the jury, right? This is the most, this is kind of Romeo's moment to strike, right? Everyone's gagged that he won. If he has any chance at winning, he's got to do it all here, I feel like. But he doesn't do a fucking thing. Not enough. He, um, Mike says that he loves that he perceives himself as another one, a number one contender. Um, Romeo 
picks Marianne. Yes, and the jury seems very, very happy with that decision. Yes, and it's something that Mike and Jonathan were expecting. And they say that they love each other and And call each other brothers. No matter who wins, we're going to be besties forever. And then we're into the fire starting contest, Jackie. Jonathan did it super fast at camp, but here, struggling. They're both kind of struggling a little bit, right? At the start, they're yeah. both struggling, busting a hardcore. Mike is the first to get a flame going. He's a little sloppy with his fire, though. He's just throwing a lot of... Ton of husk. Lots of husk. Real sloppy boy. Always feels like the sign of somebody who got a little bit of a flame going and maybe is now being a little over eager and not like nurturing it enough. Doesn't know exactly how, like just wants to like grow, grow, grow and doesn't know how to make that happen. So it just keeps growing with the really flammable stuff. And then that will soon run out. Right. You're worried it's going to burn fast and quick. Um, Then both have fires going and Mike's gets large enough that it's like licking the rope, but it's all chaotic, you know, like it's like flaring up, going down, it's pretty big, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be able to sustain it long enough no. to burn the rope. Well, and then fucking Mike's turns into a fucking roaring ass fire. I don't know how he did it. It's insanely large Jonathan's because being... he starts fires <laughs> well, literally as his profession. He made a deal with the devil to become the fire chief of Hoboken and now has satanic fire starting powers. Exactly. Jonathan's being a little bit more methodical. You know, I think he's like trying to like build a teepee out of sticks and get some kindling going. Um, And then, yeah, Mike, his giant bonfire just fucking destroys the rope. Yeah, it just like annihilates Jonathan. Mike is very excited. Jonathan is very sad, but stays humble. He tries to stay humble. Mike finds it extra rewarding beating Jonathan, not just winning and getting to the final three, but getting to beat the beast of Jonathan. He says to Jeff, Mr. Jeff, I fought the good fight. And Jeff says, no gigantoid could have made it further than you did, Jonathan. You're the biggest gigantoid, (laughs) Jonathan, that will ever have. And then Jonathan says to the group, I love all of you. And only Mike responds that he loves him back. And then he's like, okay, goodbye, friends. All love. And no one says anything. No love for you, Jonathan. I feel like he's trying to save just a little bit of face in that moment. Oh, 1,000%. He's trying to come off as like, hey, I'm still a good guy. You still like me. It's no biggie. He was a fascinating castaway. (laughs) And I think we, even as a podcast, had an interesting arc in how we felt about him. I mean, when he single-handedly saved his entire tribe from drowning, we were full-on Team Jonathan. Yeah, those rippling muscles when he was Aquaman. Omar would be dead. Omar would literally be drowned. Omar would be just, like, part of the ocean now. A virgin. He'd die as a 30-year-old virgin. The ocean would... Ocean. The ocean would have taken Omar. The and his virginity. Omar sh- <laughs> yes. All so true. All undeniable been, facts. It would have been fucking one. Of, Mike did it on purpose. He used his satanic powers to try to sacrifice virgin Omar. Oh, my gosh. To the devil. Omar, gosh. And so that's how he was able to beat Jonathan with the fire building competition. Because they wanted Jonathan to lose. Baby, you're connecting dots and blowing my mind. Well, with that, should we talk about the final three? I just want to say that Jonathan was shocked at Mike's fire skill, and um, he thanks God. 
He says he wants to thank God for his time on the island. It's just interesting that Mike's like, or that Jonathan's his like easygoing bro persona did slip and he tried to pull the mask back on, Uh, but failed. He's a failure. Mm, Just like his gay, hating, racist senator father. We hate them both. We love them. All right. So I guess then we kind of roll right into tomorrow with the final three. There's just a, yeah, there's a little bit of time with the final three before jury time. Yes. Okay. And I might be wrong here, but is this the first time that they like have the player say like why they should be voted for them and then like show like clips of others of the jury? Yeah. I, I'm not a survivor history buff, certainly, but it's something that felt new to me and I did kind of enjoy it. At first, I thought it was them like from the beginning of the season shots of them saying Mm. stuff or their thoughts of that player. But then it became very clear that it was them. As a jury. Yeah. Yeah. That was an interesting way. It's almost like instead of having the remaining people reflect upon everyone who's been voted off, we're having the jury reflect, reflect upon, upon who's left. Yeah, which is interesting. Like, it totally gives a different focus. Mm-hmm. Instead of being on the past players, turning the focus on to the remaining winners. And maybe, it, I mean, like, I certainly have felt like these winners are not necessarily the winners I want. Agreed. It's so a maybe little... it was done... Sorry. Oh, no, it's a little more of an active choice rather than like in nostalgia looking back. We're kind of like actively looking at who is still in the game. Yes. The jury do speak on how they want Mike to own his snakiness and his backstabbing and all the moves he's made. And I I really feel still that Mike doesn't recognize that in himself. Back at camp, they're all excited about getting food now that the game is essentially over. Yes, they get to be an eating baby now. Mike, he just like latches on to specific food items and gets very excited because <laughs> he's like, look, there's danishes. I told you. As if he like had some bet going on. Yeah, he's like... someone, he had said that there's going to be danishes and someone's like, I don't know, Mike. Oh, no, there will be danishes. I Just mark my word. Yeah, just you see, I fucking know what they put out at the end of Survivor. For and there's tw- for, tw- I, for 21 years, years, I've waited for this danish. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they cut out Mike saying that about like everything. <laughs> Um, so I do, I do enjoy the jury giving their candid pre-trial thoughts. They go a little bit into, um, how Romeo possibly the fact that he's such a weak player, maybe that's his strength. strength. Like maybe that was intentional the whole time was to be like so bad that you were like under the radar completely. Deep inside this little man, there's a monster. What do you feel about them always referring to him as like the little guy or the little man a little or like condescending? Yeah, a little fucked up. I know he's of small stature, but it the same thing with like you can speak on Jonathan without calling him a gigantoid. <laughs> you can refer to Romeo without saying he's like a twelve-year-old prepubescent <laughs> boy. They have personalities and traits outside of their physical appearance. I mean, with your comments right there, that really makes me question it. I'm just highlighting how problematic it is. Okay. 
They uh, the jury is skeptical of Marianne. Don't know how she is going to win them. It's like uh, Andrea specifically is like, I want Marianne to win me over, but I don't know if she has the chutzpah to do it. I truly think that she used to be Dimitri, and you know, it's just not being honest with us all. Mm. Yeah, that's what Drea said. Mm-hmm. You're right. She was honest. She knew what was up. Uh, and then Romeo and Mike like pressuring Marianne to eat more food. Eat more, Marianne. Fatten up, Marianne. We shouldn't make too many jokes that are both about a person being trans when they're not and that are very specific to a lyric on a brand new Kendrick Lamar album. <laughs> I just that did I just that don't know joke how much... for you. I did that just for you, husband. We'll go out on that song. So yeah. All right. Really. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the the only logical way like it. the only logical way to end our Survivor 42 coverage with <laughs> that song by Kendrick Lamar. I mean, but isn't this ultimately all about making you laugh? I mean, of course. Of course. Of course. We can look back. It's for our own posterity. It's, fuck everyone else. So we go to the final tribal. Yes, we do. Now we're finally back to my notes and I can say something. First. Oh, you don't have anything to say? <laughs> what about High's feminist t-shirt that he's wearing at tribal do you like that did not take note of it well now that you know how do you feel about high wearing a shirt that says feminist um pretty like it's like a little bit like yeah it's like you know how it's not a good look if it's to be the guy who's like um uh, oh, like, not all men. Like, you know, if someone says something bad about, like, a man being like, well, like, not all men do that. I think it's, like, kind of the, like, inverted version of that. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I definitely thought that you thought there was, like, a spider or something coming down from the ceiling. No. In one of my classes today, I'm there was a spider coming down from the ceiling and the teacher like caught it with the web and like if carried my, it out. My, I was freaking there's out like, for a second. If you've heard a brief humming in the background <laughs> this whole time, it's because a computer monitor was on that shouldn't have been turned on. So it was just turned off and I was pointing at it silently <laughs> to try to indicate to my co-host here that they should turn it off. And they instead thought I was saying that a spider was descending from the ceiling. <laughs> You know, (laughs) as one does, as one does. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What the fuck were we talking about before that happened? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Um, feminist shirt. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's like, if someone's like, oh, I hate how men keep women down or how men mansplain. Let me mansplain this feminist shirt to you, Jackie. You know, a lady's like, I hate how people, men do that. And I'm like, not all men, not all men do that. Wearing, like, a shirt that says feminist when you're a dude feels like the opposite of that. Like, the opposite spectrum in an equally kind of obnoxious way. Exactly. It's definitely, like, signaling, right? Exactly. I'm going to wave my giant (laughs) anti-non-feminism flag over here. Instead of just being a feminist, I'm going to wear a shirt (laughs) to let you know I'm a feminist. Exactly. What if when I start going to Starbucks and they ask for my name, it's like, feminist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just put feminist on the cup. Just put feminist. That's really all that matters, brother, right? So it doesn't matter who picks it up, as long as they're a feminist. Don't use my patriarchy name. Just call me feminist. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Tori. 
So, Tori. Is the first person who gets to speak. Well, how about this? The host, Jeff, Mr. Jeff. Mr. Jeff. He says, because they also structure this a little bit differently, where they're not going person by person. They're not going, you say everything you want to say, then we move to the next person. They're like, we're going to divide it into social, physical, and strategic. And so... Okay, everyone, like, open forum to talk to Marianne about her strategy game. Yeah. And then everyone, like, takes their turn talking about that. And then they move on to Jonathan's strategy game. And then they move on to another category. Yeah. So kind of an interesting structure. Totally. How'd you feel about it? Um, I think that it led to better discussion, maybe. Plus, Tori it, doesn't speak first. Omar talks first. Well, I definitely have Tori written down as the first voice. Omar goes, don't Omar erasure. This is very upsetting. I have Omar as the second or the third person after high. I say Omar gets philosophical and he goes first. Oh. Okay, go for it then. I mean, that's all I have. I oh. thought you'd have more. No, I had that Tori laid it out as like, here are all of our perceptions of you. Now let us know if that's true or not, bitches. They're kind of surface level descriptions. Yes. It's like, Marianne, you're young and excitable. Ditzy and glitzy. Jonathan, you're real big. Oh, he's not oh, even on there. Mike, <laughs> I just you're to talk about a firefighter and Romeo's our little man. Yeah. <laughs> he's our little guy. Do you like it? But Marianne also, like, responded to it exactly how the jury wanted to hear her. How did she respond? Oh, just like laying out the like, oh, yeah, I knew that if I'm young and ditzy, that's what people are going to expect of me. Right. So I couldn't come out guns a blazing, but I did that low scale with people. Exactly. It's like, oh, if if I'm aloof and pretend to have no strategy, people will not target me. She specifically mentions that, like, oh, I noticed that all the young, all the people under a certain age who were playing a very strategic game were getting voted off. Yes. So I pivoted at that moment. If you knew what she said, why did you even ask me, Cody? Um, And then Mike's all like, <laughs> I've played a very honorable game. I am so honorable. This is what the jury... Um, Mike is like, the jury definitely (laughs) wants to hear how I'm a real class act who hasn't backstabbed anybody and and only does well. Who's only kept his word. And I'm a good firefighter. I only put out fires. I don't start them. Um, Okay. I do need... Oh, I need... What about when High and Romeo butt heads a little bit and High accuses Romeo of gaslighting, gaslighting him. him? I mean, that was kind of great. And Romeo's like, whoa, when I didn't gaslight you. How did I gaslight you? And, and then, then High, High like, explains it. Exactly. And Romeo's like, okay, I'm sorry I gaslight you. <laughs> but I had to do it. You were calling me out. Yeah, man. <laughs> you weren't expecting me to just admit to my shame. I had to gaslight you. But then Romeo also like thanks High for giving him the courage. So he's like, I'm going to leave here. Without a million dollars, obviously, but free, free from the shackles of my closet. And that's all because of you, High. Bravest little bitch there's ever been. I'm not going to be a little man anymore. Yeah. I'm going to let the big man inside of me out. Okay, there is a minute that I wish I wish I could play. Can you log in on your phone and pull up the episode? Because there's something I need to play. Well, I mean, 
we could do a stop down and then come back, but I don't think while. Okay. Should we do a pause and come back? Yeah, we need to. Okay. We'll be right back. What? This is crazy. This is how we conceptualize human beings. Welcome back to Survivor Cast. International. Monty is a man now. Finale spectacular. This is that song we were talking about. And we're back from a brief stop down to discuss whatever Jackie needed to pull up in the finale episode. Monty is a man now. I watch a man's girl hold her hands down, tipping the avenues on the streetlights made his, thinking I want me a bad bitch. Apparently I can't take a screenshot of this due to security reasons. It makes sense to me that Paramount Plus wouldn't let you take a screen. Oh, can I take a photo of it with your phone? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, let's see here. I'm gonna get the microphone on there, so. It's better to be on mine anyway, so I can post it. All right, we had to stop down. <laughs> we just have to get to the part where they talk about Demetrius as Marianne now. 100%. We're going to have to play a lot of the song. That's oh, okay. gosh. I forgot that. Oh, no. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> Bad drop. All right. Look. I forgot. I also forgot it was playing on my phone. I went to go post that picture. Like, nope, can't this have song, it. This song's been uh, controversial. It has been. Okay, so how do you feel about the Are you enjoying the finale? Yeah. I mean, I'm really just sad that Lindsay's not there, but, you know. This is kind of like an intermission in the episode, right? Yeah. I mean, it's at the very end, so. <laughs> We're just playing most of the song. Here we go. Oh. That's what we were waiting for, right there. Demetrius is Marianne now. Well, thank goodness, Marianne. At least you have something going for you. Now that's a little. I know it's, it's fucked up to like say <laughs> no, that that's kidding. the Marianne no, from Survivor. I'm just kidding. It's not good. <laughs> Demetrius is Marianne now. They're playing Survivor all the time now. Now, okay. <laughs> now, is so... it fucked up for me to do an impersonation of Kendrick Lamar? He has a very distinctive yeah, way of talking. Yeah, you shouldn't sing with an accent. Uh, I guess I not. know. I'm doing it. I'm just trying to sound like I him. know, but I'm not you trying shouldn't. to sound like a black person. I'm trying you know? to sound like Kendrick Lamar. But you're singing with a black person's affectation. So, yeah, you are. But singing. then that's when, like, the Obama impersonation gets tricky. Because Barack <laughs> Obama has a very particular way of speaking that's not like a you stereotypical African-American. impersonating American. Barack Obama. It's also problematic. Canceled. Is it? Canceled. I don't understand why. I just Hashtag learn. cancel Cody for all of I you on my side. I just want to learn. I just want to learn. Okay. Okay. Um, if you have to ask if it's problematic, the answer is probably yes. Mm, problematically, yes. Okay. Now, we're going to come back and I'm going to play a little clip. And I just want to let you know 
Mike right now is being spoken to by Omar. 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 Ready? Here we go. It's Adrea on the beach about going after Romeo to make her feel comfortable. And you said, Omar, we gotta vote out Drea. You know I'm just trying to make her comfortable, right? Well, I never purposely sacrificed. What's hilarious about Omar's mic? I just wanna one more time. Comfortable, and you said clears the and you said Omar, we gotta vote out Drea. You know I'm just trying to make her comfortable, right? Well, I- Omar, we gotta vote out Drea. He's like I'm just trying to make her comfortable, right? He's he's doing some mix between like The Godfather and Richard Nixon. But here's my question for you, Cody. Okay. Does Omar mimic Mike quite parallelly to how I mimic you? Not really. Not at all. Really? That's all I felt when watching that. That's exactly like what I feel like. Because you, when you're impersonating any man, you just do like a general like stupid caveman voice. (laughs) And Omar's doing like a very specific, like I said, mix between like the Godfather and Nixon. That's like, it's like, I don't, it's it, this Italian American, just like very jowly. It's a very different thing to me. I don't know. I don't know. Canceled. Okay. You're canceled. Um, Mike is under fire right here. Yes. Very clearly that nobody wants him to win. I was kind of feeling like he would get more like positivity than he's getting honestly he is really under fire you're correct he he is very defensive and i start to feel like this season might shatter mike's perception of himself <laughs> yes that it's he that thinks old of, white man's i know he going thinks down. of himself in a very particular way and it's being pointed out to him that you did not conduct yourself in that way at all and he like he full-on argues with the jury and then, like, kind of tries to, like, backpedal and call, like, it part of his strategy a little bit. And then uh, and then Drea has to step in. Oh, fuck yeah. And she like, okay, let's all calm down and be nice to Mike now. Like, I think she sees that they're, like, full-on upsetting him. And, like, this is, I mean, we're not, not going to vote for Mike. Right. Let's not, like, fucking tear him down. Let's not pour salt in the wound here, babies. And because it's, like... We all lied. We all yeah. were backstabbing. And I think they're particularly twisting the knife with Mike because he's, I'm such a stand-up guy who keeps his word and doesn't do that. So it's frustrating to hear that when he did that to multiple people. But yeah, and I'm like it's like, yeah, we're all lying and we're all like playing this game. But he's up there still with the narrative that he tried to do it honorably. And On it's a high like, horse. On a yeah, high horse, fucking right? get off your horse, man, because hey... You fucked over multiple people over here, and you're pretending like you didn't up there. We, the jury, were the people you fucked over. You weren't on all of our good sides, bro. I mean, I legitimately feel like it's like, this is getting too real for Mike. <laughs> and we've got to put back on the kid gloves. Yeah, it's kind let's of, put his training wheels back on. Yeah, you know, for real. It's like, he's going to start crying, guys. Let's <laughs> leave Mike alone. It's like, someone just told him Santa isn't real. And that heaven is just something your parents tell you to make you do good things. Omar says that Marianne's Taku social game was sloppy. Yeah. And asked her if it was intentional. And, like, I feel like he gets a little bit prickly with her. He definitely does. I also took note of the, like, soppy 
social game comment of Omar. And I do think it's maybe a little bit like Omar did have to play a lot of interference, both between Jonathan and Marianne and Jonathan and Lindsay. And I think he's maybe getting his perspective of playing like referee with Jonathan Mm. confused with like Marianne being at the receiving end of some of that Jonathan trouble. It saying play interference is a really interesting way to put it that I think is kind of hits it right on the head. I think that's because you're right. He's like this in between person who is kind of managing his game around all these people, you know, and putting himself between certain people and playing this person's social game against that person's social game. Yeah. Interesting. Marianne, I think has kind of an interesting demeanor throughout the whole proceeding where she's a little emotional, but Mm -hmm. not very emotional. She's being kind of stoic and very logical. She's kind of just like, I'm taking everything in and I'm just going to break everything down as logically as possible. You I'm know? glad you used the term logically. I didn't want to say calculated. Calculated is but, but that, yeah. but kind of those two things, right? Where she calculated, but not in a conniving sense, but just very like mathematical, you know? I literally have in my notes... Marianne, great at answering questions. Ugh. Like, she does I the don't, best. yeah, I don't she, love how well she's doing at this. Well, but I mean, she starts to win me over, honestly, because she is performing so much better than, like, Mike and Romeo, yeah. who are both kind of defensive and argumentative. And Marianne, she she has these few moments that we'll talk about where I'm like, fuck, maybe she is playing a great game. Maybe she did fucking pull something off. Honestly, it just reiterates the fact that I don't think any of these three should be the winners. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's like, I don't want to be too bitter. It's like, these are the three, you know what I mean? It's, these are the, the winners we have. So, um, you know what I do wish, though? What do you wish, Cody? I wish just once Romeo would mention the type of women that he works with. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so Does he curious. work with strong women, do you think, or um, weak women? I don't know. Does he work with women who, like, are in pageants? Do you think or Romeo's are they ever construction in, workers? Do you think he's ever empowered a woman? Oh, do you think he's ever given power <laughs> to women on stage? Funny how often he says it. Does he, like, coach them? Roxroy does kick off the physical talk, saying that, uh, or just he, he kicks it off, asking you, kind of what everyone contributed physically, like what was there, what did they bring? Yes, but like, <laughs> never mind. Okay, let's keep going. Marianne <laughs> says that she helped with the palm fronds and cleaning fish. She says like her family are fish cleaning people, <laughs> and she is a part of that. I literally have that I hate that I'm okay with Marianne winning because Mike and Romeo suck so much. <laughs> Mike's like, I was always working. I always be working. And then he gives the big reveal. I I guess maybe I didn't play with as much integrity as I thought. He does. <sighs> he, but you forgot Romeo... As far as his physical, says that he learned how to swim right before coming oh, to Survivor. Oh, yeah. True that. That's a big task. There it was is impressive. Of, there's a lot of water challenges on the season. Remember, they almost died? Yes. And he was not on the season, or not on the, the team with Jonathan to save them. No. He wasn't. <laughs> no. Uh, Romeo Romeo speaks... should win just for that. Jonathan for didn't drowning. save him. 
he was the one person that wasn't saved by Jonathan. Right. And I didn't know how to swim prior to being here. I guess Mike didn't get saved by Jonathan either. Okay. Focused. Romeo speaks on his fake idol and that he brought Marianne to the final three as his two big strategy moments, which is a pretty fucking flimsy resume to tout out. But speaking of fake idols, Marianne then does the what big reveal that not only had she played so well, but what was in her pocket the whole time? She has the hidden merge idol. (laughs) She hasn't had the player. No one has known about it. It's been 100% a secret. People literally gasp. Gagged. They are fucking gagged. And then she like lays out her major plan. She breaks down her whole thing. Like all of her shifting around scenarios. Her like, she has like a two minute thing where she like, this is what I was thinking. These are the moves I made because of this. I knew that I didn't have to play my idol here and I was safe here. So I, I literally had someone like, played their idol for the me. Fucking, the jury is watching her with their fucking jaws on the. It's like, it is a very impressive moment. It's a moment that's worthy of a million dollars. It's the moment that won her the million dollars. Mm-hmm. Pulling out that idol and fucking breaking it down like that. She has the jury in the palm of her hand in that Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Can we go into the final question asked of the group? There were just a few things you jumped over. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Romy, Mike says that he voted for high as his big social move um, and that he played both emotionally and strategically. Uh, and then, yeah, Mike does take that very small step towards admitting he was kind of an asshole. And I guess that's all. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay says touche after Marianne's big moment. Um, and then we get Romeo's saying that he's going to leave as a free man. Totally. He's leaving the prison of not loving cock openly. I mean, that's that's in response to what was your personal evolution on? Oh, okay. okay. That was what his response was. That was the final question. Yeah, the final question is what was your personal evolution on the game? It's a good question. Romeo's response is I'm fully out. Like, no matter what, I'm leaving here and there's like no one that I have to hide from anymore. I am. Yeah. Which is lovely. That's so nice. I'm a free person. Um, nice Mike, to be inspired by another player to do that, right? Absolutely. Mike's response. He's going to stop burning down buildings in Hoboken. No, I'm an old man and I can still fucking do shit. Yeah. I mean, that's good. He won 21 yes. years, Jackie. It, he, he won. 21 years. 21. Hashtag 21 years. And Dimitri. I'm Marianne. Dim- <laughs> I was like, for a second, I'm like, what? <laughs> Nobody dead named me once. <laughs> so that's not even that's so terrible. I what is the joke? It. I don't the know. Problem is, the Just problem because is I that like you, the song. Well, the problem is that you like. I should not make that joke. joke. Could it's... be inferred that isn't there. That's oh, hateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love gay people and trans people. Yeah, our little like trans. Trans women Child. are women. Trans men are men. Trans love is love. We love trans. Yeah, it's yeah. just fucking great. It's just a popular song right now. Yeah, it just happens to have be Marianne's name, <laughs> yes. and it just makes me giggle it's, so much. It's all it is is connecting dots. Exactly. There's no hate here. I, it's just a stupid, low hanging fruit joke that I shouldn't make because I'm smarter be, than that. It has to be explicitly. Laid I'm out now dumb. Just so someone's not like and done. These people fucking hate Marianne. <laughs> they hate trans people. They hate black people. And <laughs> we should burn down their house. Someone just clipped your clip. <laughs> But I'm, I said they. Yeah, I'm not talking about me. I said I'm talking about bad people. They. These people. 
And Marianne's personal evolution was in response to herself sabotaging herself. Mm. And her final win of not self-sabotaging was she didn't bring Lindsay. She didn't play her idol for Lindsay like her heart wanted to. She's like, no, it really lessens your chance of winning if you bring Lindsay. You gotta care for you, Marianne, and take care of you and not give Lindsay a million dollars. Yeah. Interesting moment. She's very emotional and open, and I do think it's her most likable that she's been the entire season. A thousand percent. I forgot that we had planned to watch the like votes be oh fuck live, but we oh well we don't need to do that. Cool. We know Marianne won, but we don't know by how many. Did we not watch it? We'd never watched it. We've never watched the final. We didn't watch it. No. Okay. Well, let's watch it. Okay, but we have to like jump ahead. We'll watch it live now. This is gonna be funny. Okay. Tana's words. So, like, how were you so sure? For a little bit more. I felt as if I wasn't. Are you sure this isn't the after show? This is the after show. One thousand. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we did not watch. We're jumping in at timestamp. 13840. Seeing Tori vote. We also like definitely don't have the rights to be playing this audio on no, the podcast. No, that's why we're talking over it very loudly. Yeah, if we're talking so it's over it, it's a with review. It. Yes, it's meaning. not at all us using this audio for our audio. It's comedy. And look, there's uh, is he wearing Crocs or sandals? But look, now you can we can talk about everyone's huh. fit. Yeah. Okay. Does he read them here? Ask John- Jonathan. Yeah. I thought you were serious. Oh, Jonathan was serious. He does not understand how anything works. Well, no, because it's a new thing. It's not a new thing. Don't they read it here now? They do. They do. I think I think he was... The, yeah. He, there is no such thing as uh-oh. an easy season. Of no survival. easy seasons. All right. Here come the votes, ladies and gentlemen. And the end... It's and, our first American season and, recovered. And our non-binary... Not... Uh, did I say ladies and gentlemen? Yes. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and, and non-binary binary people. Boils and goils and... Oh, twist. Oh, shit. Back What's the twist? Is the previous winner here? I don't know. What's the twist? Oh. 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 They're gagged. Look, they're all gagged. Oh, so they didn't know. Jonathan, so Jonathan yeah, wasn't being a dumb Exactly. Dumb. I'm just being a big bully. Oh. Hi. I love, I love Lindsay and Drea. I hope they're best friends after this. All right. Who's going to win? Any I don't predictions? Know. It better not be Marianne. <laughs> all right. One Mike. vote for Mike. Yeah. See, we had no idea who got votes. You're right. You're right. Huh. Jonathan's like, ooh, who's going to win? One vote for Marianne. Oh, dang. Will Romeo get any votes? I hope everyone gets a vote. It's so much better when everyone gets a vote. All right, two on one, Marianne v. Mike. Look at how sad Romeo looks. Oh, God. Was it just one vote for Mike and everyone else is for Marianne? Mike looks irritated. But fucking Lindsay looks gagged as fucked. Mike Mike looks looks so sad. He looks angry. Shit. Marianne is She's weeping. like sobbing. So is uh Roxroy. Uh, he looks so happy. Oh, everyone's so happy oh, for her. Look at her cry. It must be nice Mike to be like. Mike is not happy. Everyone but Mike is very happy. Damn. 
No, Mike looks very unhappy. Mike is pissed as fuck. Oh, champagne and pizza. I want some champagne and pizza. That sounds delicious right now. Champagne and pizza. Pizza. Okay, (laughs) folks. So uh, Marianne won. How do you feel about it, Code? You know, like I said, she really won me over at that final tribal. And of the people remaining, I was okay with it. You know, maybe next week we'll release a little watch along of the after the final rose. Yeah, that'd be fun. Us watching over it. Yes. <laughs> Do they hand out roses? I hope so. I mean, they hand out champagne and pizza, and that means way more than a rose at this point for them. Clayton comes out and kisses Marianne. Mm, I think that would be unconsensual. <laughs> She's into it. Oh. Her eyes told him. No, that one boy who was voted off first, remember? Zach? Yeah, she likes Zach. Well, another season done, Jackie. Another Another season gone. I think the cast reveal for 43 has already come out. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know if we'll cover it or not. I don't know. We might be going to South Africa next. Back to Syracuse for our summer back in time series. Oh, God. But first, before any of that starts... We'll be finishing up season one of Survivor UK, as well as talking to our very special uh, audience member, friend, and compadre of the podcast. our UK correspondent. Exactly. He's been holding down the Survivor International offices abroad, boiling the tea, drinking the tea, boiling the tea, spilling the tea, (laughs) wiping up the spilled tea. All going tea. through the process again. Yes, he's a president of all tea-related <laughs> international affairs. And will be joining us on the pod this Saturday. Oh, shit. Saturday? I think so. Or we Sunday. We figure out timing, for man. Some fun, he, we have a time locked in. You never tell fun, me anything. Some games. Peter, if you're listening to this, I was not aware that there was a game. I don't know of what time we're meeting. I know nothing. So when I am completely surprised, and this maybe falls apart... You can't blame me. <laughs> Follow us at INT SurvivorCast. Someone's going to get Marianne takes it all. Romeo loses it all. Michael starts a fire. Burns them all to hell. <laughs> it didn't even rhyme. Well, all right. Okay. Good night, Survivor Babies. We'll see you soon, but across the pond. When she calls your name, somewhere deep inside, you must know I miss you. Don't you know I miss you? But what can I say? The rules must be obeyed. The judges will decide. Let it get back to the chorus at least. <laughs> it takes forever to get back to the chorus. But, I also feel like we played way too long of that Kendrick Lamar show. A lot of music <laughs> and drop of the hard F there was not okay. We should apologize for that. <laughs> it is not appropriate, and we do not support the views of Kendrick Lamar using that 
or dead naming his auntie or his... I support Kendrick Lamar in that song, but it was maybe problematic to play that on the pod. It was probably problematic to make the reference at any point. So ultimately, I will take ownership. This is the space to do it. <laughs> but. Marianne takes it all. Can't be mad. Mike is standing small. Demetrius takes it all. 